When I think of profound moments and things that have happened with people that have changed their life, you come to mind. First of all, because of all the wonderful things that you've done and how much you touch people's lives. But also I remember you told me a story once that I never forgot. When I told you I was struggling with anxiety and yes. you told me how you once felt that and you did a 360. You are the very image of what a person can be. Welcome back to Humans Bloom. I'm Nicole Bloom and today's guest is pilot, dentist, nature lover, coffee enthusiast, Claudio Miro. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here with you. Of course, we're happy to have you and let's get to it. Let's bloom. Would you consider overcoming anxiety to be a profound thing in your life? Oh yes, of course. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. So how would you view yourself? So people get an idea of maybe that's where they're at. What were you like before you came, overcame the anxiety? When you had the anxiety, what was life like? Wow, it was really, it was a nerve wreck. Because in my mind, I, like crazy thoughts would come continuously. Like maybe, you know, if I felt a little bump in, in my head, all of a sudden I would think that it was cancer. Everything would be cancer, everything would be bad. I would die every day. And it was terrible living with that anxiety. And people that live with anxiety is, is really bad. And sometimes, I. I I think, and it is true, that it's better to have the disease than the anxiety, because anxiety really yeah. will kill you, you know? Yeah, it can hurt yeah. you as much or worse. Or worse, a lot more, yeah. So basically living with anxiety is really bad, but you can learn to live with anxiety and you could overcome anxiety. Anxiety. How? You gotta retrain your mind, because your mind doesn't really know if you're sick or not. Yeah. So you gotta let your mind tell you continuously that you're healthy, that you're fine, that there's nothing wrong with you. And if you do that, then, you know, you're going to be fine because you could fake your mind. And yeah. I, what I used to say, you fake can. it till you make it. Yes, that's you know? 100% accurate. Where do you think the anxiety might have ever come from? Because we're not born with anxiety. We're born with trust and we're born. Where do you think it came from for you? It's hard to tell where it came from. But I remember when I was young, around 16 years old, and I was driving. And the first anxiety attack hit me. And I didn't know what to do with it. And I believed what I was, my thoughts, and it was terrible. So whenever you get those bad thoughts or that, that anxiety, rebuke it immediately. Tell yourself that's not true. That's not real. And if you keep telling yourself that, it will go away. It's hard to believe it, yeah. even while you go through the anxiety. But the truth is that it's going to go away. Yeah. And I love that point that you just made because that is an action step that anybody can take at any moment to say, wait a minute, this thought that I just had brings me pain. How accurate is this thought? How many times have I thought this? Replace it, redirect it, don't accept it. A lot of people accept it. And I believe that our brain is very instinctual. It's a muscle. It is. So if we don't put it to use, then it will continue moving. And if it continues being active without intention, it will automatically go back to what we fear and what scares us to protect us. So people may think that their thoughts are real, but really it's just... And you know what? The truth is that 99.9, .9, every time, 0.9999, whatever your thoughts are, 99.9999999, you're going to be wrong. That's not the truth. That's not reality. So why believe those thoughts? Why believe that something bad is going to happen? Why believe that you're going to die? No, you're going to die the day that you're going to die. Enjoy life. You know, believe it or not, I'm a pilot, right? You know, I fly planes, I fly helicopters. And I was afraid at one point in my life to fly. 
And one of the reasons that I became a pilot is to overcome that fear of flying. Amazing. Wow. So you just embraced it. You said, I'm going to not only get on the plane, I'm going to learn how it works. Yes. I'm going to learn to put it in my control. And then that's how you control fear. How do you control fear? And all truth, face your fears, whatever they are. You face them. And then they're going to fade. They're going to be gone. And let me tell you, I think one of the greatest accomplishments in my life, besides being a dentist, has been becoming a pilot. And I tell everyone, male, female, kids, whoever, become a pilot. I think it's one of the greatest things that anyone can do. The freedom that it gives you. You could be here in Miami today. Tomorrow you could be in New York or wherever. You could go to breakfast in the morning in a different <laughs> city. And at night you can be back at home. That's incredible. So, yes. So compared to how you were before, so scared. And then was, would you say that it was a switch that, that flipped for you to overcome the fear, or would you say it was more gradual? First, you were thinking of no, it it's, and getting No, it's not going to be a switch that you could turn it on and off. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a process. It's going to involve exercise. You have to meditate, very important. Breathing exercises, extremely important. So you need to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. So it's going to be a process. It was hard, let me tell you. And sometimes it may still, I mean, once you have suffered from fears, from anxiety, they could always come back, but it's easier to rebuke them and to get rid of them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so there, there's always going to be an easy choice in life, easy to do or easy not to do. Correct. But it's the choice. Like you said, I decided to overcome them, but, to face them. Yeah. And I don't want to live in fear, you know, like yeah. with the coronavirus, I was cautious, but I wasn't going to, I rebuke. I don't want, I mean, I don't want to live my life in any type of fear. Any fear. Because if I have like, I saw one of my doctor friends, you know, he looked like an astronaut working. If I had to work under those conditions, sweating really bad, I, I can't. The quality so of work. I, no, yeah. it's not worth it. I can't treat my patients like that. Yeah. So I did protect myself. I did put my mask on, you know. Yeah. I took care of my patients. I took care of all my employees myself. And we did excellent. And we've yeah. been working in patients without any problems, you yeah. know. And I'm sure that your energy and your confidence and your feeling of safety rubs off on other people. Of course. We feel each other's vibrations. That as humans, we feel each other's body language. We feel each other's energy. So you having a comfortable, confident, strong, enthusiastic energy makes you and everyone around you better. Of course. And you got to help people. People. And, and one of the things is that for years, I, I, I did high my anxiety attacks. Once I also became open to it, that I was able to talk about it, not to be embarrassed, you know, because sometimes for some reason I was embarrassed, like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I felt like, like hopeless, you know, how can me, how could Claudia Miro, you know, yeah. the dentist, whatever, you know, all this success in life, how could I feel this? How could I act this way or, you know, let this thoughts come yeah. in? And I did. So, so you started reassociating what was painful because yes. now the pain was not overcoming this fear. Now the pain started evolving and switching to not being better exactly. and viewing your identity more than you, you were in that moment. It's of okay course. for us to think of a higher self and start working toward that person. Cause if we can't envision it and we can't believe that we could be better, we won't be. That's it. And, and I also, I thought that I was crazy, you know, that I was the only one, but once you open up and you start talking to people, there's a lot of people that suffer from anxiety attacks, yeah. you know, and we need to be very open. Why? Because some people do commit suicide. Yes. And there's a lot of young people out there and older ones 
that do commit, yeah. you know, they, they, they think yeah. about suicide because they, they live in certain fears, you know, or yeah. anxiety or, you know, whatever. So we, we need to be open and we need to let them know that you're not alone. You know, this could happen, yeah. but it could also be overcome. Absolutely. 100%. You know? yeah. So now your sense of self today after facing everything, embracing everything, what's life like today in your sense of self? Oh my God, I feel so accomplished. I'm so happy with life, with myself, the way that I feel. Um, I'm living life. I'm not in fear, you know. Um, I'm not going to stop doing things that I like, you know. If tomorrow, if we got to go skiing, you know, I'm going to go down a mountain skiing. You know, I would rather go down the mountain. I, I jump out of a parachute in a plane. Why? Because I'm not going to let anything that has ever created any sort of fear in my life, you know, control me. Absolutely. I don't want to keep doing it. It wasn't that fun. To be honest with you, <laughs> jumping out of a parachute, it wasn't like, I get more of a rush flying the plane or the yeah. helicopter, but jumping out of a parachute, I thought that it was going to be more of a, an adrenaline rush, but it yeah. wasn't, you know, it was nice. You yeah. know, it was fun, very calm, yeah. you know, which it was, but it, it wasn't that big of a deal, you, did it. you know, yeah. but, and I did it, you know. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yes. So what would be the one piece of advice or one saying, maybe a quote, maybe a philosophy one thing you would be able to leave the audience with that might inspire them or that might um, resonate with them or maybe influence them to begin their journey of blooming? What would be one thing, one way of life or one perspective? Well, there's a few things that I would like okay. to, live, to, 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 to let people know about it. First of all, you can't sit in your house and expect to get better. Ooh, that is very, very big. Go out and work. One of the things... I was talking to my son the other day, and I was telling him, you know, even though I did live on fear, I never missed a day of work. The day that you stop going to work because you're in fear, then you run into other problems. Yes. You know, and it may control you to the point that there's people that don't leave their house. Yes, yes. You know? That is very big. Because they, they live on fear of getting, you know, of going out and being next to people or going into... Yeah. Uh, and if one uh, thing can stop you, everything can stop you. So, so, you know, get out. Yes. Don't let that fear stop you from getting to work. Don't let that fear stop you from doing exercise. Because exercise, it is critical. To this day, I do exercise every day. And now, I don't do it. I mean, before I would do it to, to relieve that stress. But now I do it because I do believe that if we exercise, we're going to be healthier. And we're going to look yes. better. And we yes. should look better for ourselves and for our wife, for our husband, whatever, for yeah. everyone out there. But more than anyone else for ourselves. And I feel good the way that I look. And I feel good what I eat. Also, you got to eat healthy. Yes. If you can avoid sugars, anything that has to be with the bad sugars, you know. Yes. So I, I did cut out of my entire life the bad sugars, you know. Absolutely. And that has a very big part of how we feel. Yes. Our body speaks to us. And we feel what we're putting in our body and the way that it digests and the way that it, what it releases, the exercise releases endorphins. And when we deny our body what's natural to it, it will speak to us. And if we're not listening, it will yell at us later on. So the fact that you say health and confidence are, I so, absolutely agree. So we'll be get out, work. Get out and work. Okay. Exercise. Exercise. Which is critical. Eat healthy. And the other thing is, like I said before, we, we have to meditate. You know, you have to breathe. You have to meditate. Sometimes we just have to sit down and learn how to breathe. And it's not difficult. And if you're suffering right now from a panic attack, and if you do breathing exercises, you're going to see that it's going to go away. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to dissipate. Absolutely. 
And remember, it is it always gonna go. I mean, I don't care what the fear, what your fear is, but it's gonna it's gonna go away. I mean, it's it's you cannot live on that stage of panic attack or fear continuously. And then you go into another step, you know, yeah. once this one, okay, you get over it, you yeah. get exhausted. It's like if you ran a marathon, the next day it may come back, but it's always yeah. going to leave. And to ask that of ourselves and demand that of ourselves, demand us ourselves to breathe, demand ourselves to meditate, demand envisioning a better self, a person that has no panic attacks. The other thing is, I, I think that with nature, you need to connect with nature. A lot of times, just... Looking at a tree, the le the leaves, you know, the, the colors on a tree, or maybe an animal, you know, yeah. you know, like a little bird. Yeah. Just enjoy life. L learn how to look at, you know, nature and say how Absolutely. beautiful, you know. A lizard, just say, the, yeah. the other day I saw a, lith a lizard that was black and yellow. I go, wow, gorgeous, you know, just my, it captured Incredible. my eyes. So look at it. A horse, yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. a little puppy, you know. I just look at their that. eyes, you know, just. So much get, life. Yes. And we have so much to learn from nature. So much to learn from nature. The way that life changes, it continues to grow. Storms can come and it continues to evolve and to, and it all supports each other. We support each other, nature supports each other. So it's all about connection. Like you said, talk about what you're feeling. You're not alone, you can get over this. And there are groups out there, support groups for people yes. that are suffering from, from, from anxiety. So don't, don't, don't feel alone, trust me, Absolutely. nowadays, there, there's a lot of groups out there, you know, Absolutely. that you could go in and they, they have like, you know, yeah. like, like group, you know, you, a few people get together and they, they talk about it and they open and, you know, once you open up to someone, find someone that you could, that you could talk to, you know, that could be that confident person that you could tell them whatever it is, even though if it sounds crazy, yeah. but that you can feel, I could tell this person whatever, even though this sounds crazy, but they're going to understand that I'm going through this. Now, let me tell you something for people that don't suffer from panic attacks. The people that don't suffer from it, it's very hard for those people that don't suffer from it to understand, to understand. the people that suffer from it. Because they're going to think that we're crazy. Yeah. And yes, you know what? <laughs> it is good to be a little crazy. Why not? You know? <laughs> so laugh about it. You, yes. you need to laugh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so, so much for sharing your journey, for sharing your insights, your wisdom, your enthusiasm. You have always been a role model to me. Thank you. As I'm sure you have been to other people. Um, you are an incredible person, an incredible human. Thank you so, so much for being on today with us. And hopefully we'll get you back on. For sure. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. You did it. Okay. <laughs>